My guest has had a hugely successful career as a rock singer in a band in Australia, but now she has turned her sights on something else, positive affirmation. Please welcome Michelle Blood. I'm in California. I'm from Australia, but I live in California now. Oh, no, you... Well, well, all right, I'm still happy. I'm still happy. (laughs) (laughs) Sunny California. (laughs) We're on West Coast, so we're perfectly good. Yeah, we're in Synergy. Yes, Synergy, we are. So... Looking over your bio, you've got so much that you've done. And I'm going, gosh, what did we talk about? Oh, here's the one common thread is that affirmation. So we want people to be thinking positive and we want that positivity. Is that a real word? Can I use that positivity? Oh, I use positivity in my books. I've been saying it for like 30 years, positivity. I mean, Beyonce, you know, she said bootylicious and it ended up in the dictionary. Let's just start making up words and seeing if we could get it into the dictionary. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't say absolutely, I say absodoodle. I'm going to use that too, absodoodle. Looking behind you at some of the titles of your books, you've got what I like is that Songs for Success. Can you give a little bit of a background as to who you are? What turned you on to this positive affirmation and all this positivity? Positive. I'm going to say posadoodle. <laughs> Fantastic. (laughs) We're traveling at the speed of fabulosity. (laughs) We've got words coming out that I just love. I need to write them all down, but it is being recorded. So anybody out there watching and listening and you hear these words, please use them, right? Yeah. (laughs) They're not trademarked, so they're all yours. (laughs) Oh, mm hmm. There we are. (laughs) So, (laughs) Michelle, yeah, what about the background? Because we have behind the story, and we want to know a little bit about yourself before we dive into your books, your songs, your music, and what your message is to the people. I've been a singer all of my life. I mean, literally, my mother said I could sing all the songs on the radio by the time I was two. She said, you you sang better than you could speak at two years of age. (laughs) I ended up on television as a little girl in a talent contest, which I won. And then I was on that particular kiddies show for a few years, went on to, I'm going to make a very long story short, short and sweet like me. (laughs) Anyway, eventually I had cover bands and I would get, we'd get pretty good gigs doing all these different covers and you learn a lot about songs and songwriting when you have to sing a whole lot of different styles but it took me a while to get my own style to really work out who I was as a singer and a songwriter and eventually I ended up attracting all the right musicians I'd I'd literally go to different concerts and I'd speak to the drummer or someone backstage and I'd say come and work for me (laughs) and for some reason I would always talk them into it even though I wasn't well known yet (laughs) So I ended up getting an amazing band together, really like, not like rock players that you would ever dream of. These guys didn't drink, they didn't do drugs, they always turned up on time because I'd had so many hassles in my cover bands with, with them not turning up. So I was stoked that I visualized it without even realizing what all that 
positivity was about back then. I used to do it just naturally. And we ended up touring at one stage, seven years nonstop. We toured with the Pretenders, In Excess, Midnight Oil, Georgia Satellites, you know, lots of different big bands all around Australia. And then we started touring on our own because we had records out by then. CDs, kiddies. Oh, no, they don't even know what CDs are, do they? (laughs) 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 Your iPod. Anyway, (laughs) and one night I was with a truck driver and we had been driving for 12 hours nonstop from Brisbane gig to a Sydney gig. And one of us always went with the truck driver because I would hire these separate truck drivers. You know, we didn't own a truck or, you know, So at that stage, we couldn't afford a truck and we used to hire all our equipment. So I would always make sure one of us went with the truck driver. So our equipment turned up and and the truck driver turned up. We didn't have Google back then to check out their, their credentials. Anyway, and so the truck driver fell asleep, but fair enough, it was winter, the heater was on. We'd just driven 12 hours and I was sound asleep because I just finished a gig and went straight into the truck. We packed up. And as he went into a telephone pole and he was fine, but as the passenger, because the truck tipped that way and I was the passenger, because in Australia, the driver's on the right-hand side of the, you know, the, the car, which doesn't make any difference to this story, I know. But anyway, all the musical equipment went into me. And so I survived barely after three days. And I had, I was in the hospital for months and months and months but I'm not going to let everyone lose their breakfast, lunch or dinner while they're listening to this to, to go into all the gory details. But anyway, the bottom line is that was the the most horrific thing that could happen to a rock singer because I'm on stage every night dancing my ass off, <laughs> jumping on top of speakers, entertaining people. And I was told, you know, if I did walk again, I would never be able to do any of that. And I was High shoes? I can't wear high shoes anymore? No. (laughs) You know, the the vanity of the short girl. (laughs) Anyway, so people were putting on tapes and stuff to sort of cheer me up. But when you're in physical agony, I know I've heard people say emotional agony is, can be worse than physical agony. BS. Physical agony, there's nothing worse. (laughs) Physical agony. It is unbelievable because when you're in traction, waiting on the next operation and the next operation, you're in agony the entire time you're in traction. It's just horrific. I mean, I used to just pass out every few minutes from the pain. But anyway, the happy positive story to the end of this, why was that the best thing that ever happened to me? Why, Chuck? Why? Why? How? (laughs) What made you become so positive when you were already positive? (laughs) Well, this is crazy. This is really insane. Someone put on the audio book of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And for all of you young ones who don't know, I didn't know at the time either. This is a book that is written about successful millionaire men in America, like Henry Ford and all these different people and how they became, you know, set their mind on their intention and their goal and created all this wealth and all this different stuff. But I wasn't interested in any of those chapters. I didn't care about any of that. Why should I? Young female rock singer in Australia, singer-songwriter? No. But this is the thing. Napoleon Hill, in one of the chapters, just one chapter changed my life. He's talking about how he healed his little infant son 
who was born absolutely 100% deaf, not 99%, 100% deaf. And he would go into his little infant son's room every night for years. You hear perfectly. You are a strong young man. You're compassionate, you're loving, and you can hear every word that I'm saying to you. He would say all these positive affirmations. And I would never even heard of an affirmation before, but I heard of auto-suggestion. I realized oh, it's the same thing. And his little boy, by the time he was four, had 30% of hearing, went to a normal hearing school, grew up to be a multimillionaire in the hearing aid industry. And I'm like, oh, this is too cool. This is too cool a story. And you know when you just know something in your gut? I've always had a very strong intuition without even me realizing it. I knew. You know when you just know that you know? I knew that yeah. this was true. I knew it. In the marrow of my bones, Chuck, I said to myself, Self, <laughs> you're going to do an affirmation. Okay, so Napoleon was saying, you have to say a positive statement about yourself to yourself and it has to be stated in the now, and it must be emotionalized. So I, I wrote an affirmation. I am healed, because I wasn't, so that's a perfect affirmation. <laughs> that's what I wanted. I wanted to be healed. I love myself. I am my friend. I know I'm healed. And I kept saying it over and over again, but it didn't work, because the subconscious mind, science now, you can see all the scientific studies on my websites, the science about music healing and positive lyrics and all that sort of thing that's been done at Berkeley and John Hopkins now. I love it because back when I used to teach people about how this healed my body, they were like, isn't that Woodstock woo-woo? She's just some little blonde fluff. And I said, no, this is, this is real. <laughs> it's real. You know, she's just a rock singer. She's just making something up because they hadn't, they didn't know about the studies. And I was living proof of what my doctors were saying was a miracle person from the healing that I had. And so I started, I am healed, I know I am. I love myself, I am my friend. And I always had a little cassette player with me because whenever you get an, a song idea, you've got to, absolutely got to record it straight away. And I learned that from the great and awesome Mick Jagger. Because Mick Jagger woke up in the middle of the night and he, he heard this melody going, I can't get no... I won't sing the rest in case uh, right. problems, <laughs> problems with trademark, whatever, copyright. But he, he's, I can say the name, though, no satisfaction. And he was going to go back to sleep, and he was like, oh, no, I'll forget it in the morning. And so he sang it. The next day he went to Keith's, and they wrote it in like four minutes. So I learned that trick. Once you've got a songwriting song idea, you, you sing it down. Anyway, bottom line is, I ended up having miraculous healing through listening to this song nonstop, went into the recording studio after I got out of the hospital, brought in some of my musician friends, and I said, we're going to do these affirmation songs just for us, for our own consciousness, because by this stage, I would get everybody to send me anything they can, any book on mysticism or mind stuff, because I, I was hooked, because I, I, I was healed. And I was wondering what affirmation music was out in the world, and there wasn't any. My brother and a few other people looked everywhere. And the only one they said they could really find was James Brown. And I, I agree, that is, that is an affirmation song. I feel good and I knew that I would. I mean, that's a very positive statement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I started listening to that as well while I was writing on my songs. But then 
because I'm a singer, people knew in Australia, you know, not that big a deal, but getting there. Anyway, journalists would come out and they would want to interview me, especially rock magazines and stuff like that. And something similar to 60 Minutes in Australia, they interviewed me, interviewed the doctors. The doctor said, we can't really say it's miraculous, but it's pretty amazing. (laughs) And so then from that, my story continues. Can I add a comment to all of this right now? Because like I said, there wasn't a lot of songs, music that was specifically about positive affirmation. But I think we all know that when the song comes on that we love, it makes us feel good. It brings that emotion. So like you were saying, before it was even scientifically proven, you knew because people got joy from music and it made them feel good does that is that kind of a correct thing to say yeah it will you know the way I I when it came to me sing it because I my you know doubting mind kept spitting out the affirmation it wasn't working for me and so I gave up doing saying the affirmation and it was like just a flash of light you're a singer-songwriter you can't get a song out of your head you can't get a jingle from an advertising agency out of your head. I mean, I'd even written jingles over the years. I didn't tell my band because that wouldn't be cool, but it did pay for a lot of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> because when you look at a product and you hear this song, you have the product in your head forever. Little children learn their ABCs because they sing them and it's with you forever. So you don't have to emotionalize the affirmation if you sing it or just listen to it. Because I, I wouldn't sing it all day. I just listen to what I've been singing on a cassette player. Because it goes the left side of the brain is the affirmations, the lyrics. The right side of the brain is the melody and the music. It goes straight into your subconscious mind. Your doubting mind has no chance, knucklehead subconscious mind, has no chance of not letting it in. So that's how it works so powerfully. And it just came to me. That's why I said, people, go out and find positive music and affirmation music. And uh, as I said, the only thing they could find was a James Brown song that they thought that's kind of like an affirmation song. So I went on to write Mm -hmm. hundreds of them, hundreds. And uh, it was really fascinating to me. I had no intention of selling these to the public. That would be uncool. These are just little pop songs. They're not like full-on orchestrated, well-produced music like I'd been doing for years. So I I was like, no, that would be ridiculous. However, because you can be touring nonstop in Australia, but until you're huge in other countries, you don't make any money. All the money you make goes to the road crew, the equipment hire, the truck hire, the agent. And, you know, we always made about anywhere between $85 and $200 each a week, us. Whereas the road crew... Always had the money, you know. A quick little story, Michael Hutchins, I know I'm name dropping, but still, we were doing a Melbourne gig with them in excess and they borrowed. Michael and a couple of the other guys in the band came up to my road crew and they said, road crew always have money and our road crew's already packed up. Could you all buy us a hamburger? Because they didn't didn't have any money. (laughs) So it's quite funny. But anyway, um, so... The promoters said, you know, will you tour with these are very well known, you know, you know, Deepak Chopper and Wayne Dyer. And I was like, no, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I've never heard of them because that's not in my periphery, right? 
I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm in the rock world. I'm not in the motivational, best-selling blokes from America or wherever they were from type of vibration. But they offered me five grand a gig, and I'm like, what? Do I have to have my band with me? Nope. Everything's done. All you have to do is get up there, have some backing music on a CD, sell your music at the back of the room. And I was like, what? It was just insane. I'd never been to a seminar in my life. The first gig I did was in Adelaide, Australia. There were three and a half thousand people there. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I mean, I sold out within five minutes of the CDs I brought because I only brought a hundred because I thought, you know, I'd be lucky if I sell 10. But I was singing in between Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, Stuart Wilde, a couple of other people. And then the next gig, they said, talk a little about the car accident and stuff. And, uh, and then when I started working with Bob Proctor, he didn't want me at all. This is a good story. You ready for this one? Yes. The great and late Bob Proctor, he left the body last year. Love you, Bob. <laughs> he, uh, I did a gig with him in Sydney. I was going, supposed to tour with him all around Australia. The promoters said, you know, you've got to have this singer. We, we, we're paying for you. We're paying for her. You don't have to pay for it. And he, he was adamant. He said, no, 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 no. I don't have singers. I don't need music. I'm Bob Proctor. <laughs> I'm entertainment enough. I teach them. I get them, you know, I, that's why you're bringing me over here. But they said, no, you've got no idea how it affects the audience. They, she puts the affirmation music up on the big screen. She gets them all up on their feet. It's absolutely mesmerizing. Everyone has such a, a fun, fun time. And so I, the first night, I, he, in the middle half of the evening, we were at the Regent, which is now the Four Seasons, right on the Harbour Bridge, beautiful, beautiful a hotel right on the harbour. And he said, I did not want a singer on this event. And I said, well, g'day, mate. Nice to meet you too. Wow. <laughs> and, he, and then he started laughing and he said, but boy, oh boy, am I happy that those promoters insisted. He said, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. We all teach about affirmations and to visualize and all the things that you were talking about when you healed your body. He said, and you did this on your own without anyone showing you? And I said, yeah, I wasn't going to sell it. It's just that these promoters offered me money. I said, yes. And he said, but it's great because you're getting a whole brain experience. He said, you've sung two songs that you wrote, Magnet to Money and I Am Energy. And I, I just sang four songs a night at his gigs. And he said, I already know the lyrics. I know the melody. I want to work with you all over the world. We end up working together for years and years and years. I actually helped him get his book, You Were Born Rich, as a bestseller. Rhonda Byrne from The Secret ended up buying all of Bob's products, all of my products, because we did so many things together. We wrote books together. We wrote audio programs together. I ended up living in Kuala Lumpur, running all of his events ended up having hit records over there as well. He ended up writing lyrics with me. And I mean, one of our songs, we had 50,000 people come to, you know, to an event. It was just crazy. I was singing in different languages. Nothing could stop the success. It was absolutely fascinating. But even though it sounds like, wow, that's, you know, your life was just, as you say, you know, behind the story, behind the story, all right, behind the music. I went to a different level of, consciousness at that stage. And I went on another trajectory where I wanted to leave all that and do something different to find myself. I want to make sure right now, because the hype is there. Where are people going to go to get this information 
from you? Well, we've put together about, I think it's about $400 worth of my best-selling products for your viewers for free. Absolutely free. Oh my goodness. It's rare that you get anything free. (laughs) (laughs) But so the Magic of Affirmation Power Book, my Magnetic Creative Visualization Program, some of the songs that Bob and I wrote together that are best-selling, people have downloaded millions of times, my meditation video to teach people how to meditate, and also a wonderful product that Bob and I created back in Kuala Lumpur called Turbocharge Goal Setting and Action Planner. It assists people to work out very, keep it simple and spiritual, <laughs> to work out how to, even if you don't know what your, a goal is, and you don't have a goal, but it works out how to find out what it is that you want and how to create it every day, just doing a little bit at a time. It's got the action song and the action audio program that Bob and I wrote. It's really, really fabulous. And six week, one of my favorite products I've ever done, six week mysticism, deeper mysticism. It's a six videos. You can watch it over six weeks, but it's like each video tells you what to do that week. And it really does change people's lives. How to get rid of negative energy in your house, how to get organized in your house, how to get rid of crap that you don't need. All these things that shift your consciousness. If you, people don't know how to do it. They think, why is it that I'm not improving my life? What, maybe you're not working out. Maybe you're not being positive enough. What you can do in very, very simple ways. And it's the people that actually have done all the exercises have had phenomenal returns. And I've got students in over 32 countries that I teach meditation, positivity. We have all these great events. And um, you can see all the videos from these people, you know, just giving testimonials, tons of them. And it's just very simple to get it. Michelle Blood, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-L-O-O-D. Yes, that's my daddy's name. I did not choose a rock and roll name called Blood. Michelle Blood dot com forward slash behind the story and you will get all of that but just once you've signed up for it look out for the email so you can get all the download links for everything and just experiment you've got nothing to lose it's free (laughs) wow yeah i encourage everybody out there to definitely download it get the information yeah but it's it's about the six-week course is about so much more it's, I love mm-hmm. to delve, delve deeply, but in a simple way, into things that people are curious about. I mean, because I was off the grid for t- 10 years. I went searching for an enlightened teacher because I was like, oh, this is all great, the success and all of these things. However, I sort of felt soul, soul sick, do you know what I mean? I was like, there's got to mm-hmm. be more, more purpose than this. This is fun. I've had the success but I've got to find God. I didn't know what that meant exactly, but I didn't mean it in a religious way, but I had like heart glow. I used to feel like my heart was out of my chest and I used to fit here and feel like humming. My body was humming. Anytime I was still or meditated, I was like, what is going on? I've got to find someone who knows God. Now I'd worked with a lot of spiritual teachers but they weren't enlightened. That's a very rare thing to find enlightenment. And I mean like Jesus the Christ or Yogananda or Swami Muktananda or St. Teresa of Avila or St. Teresa of Calcutta. I mean, I'm talking about full enlightenment. It's very rare. But 14 years of looking, I found a teacher. And then that's when I decided, okay, she's agreed to teach me. I'm going to go off the grid 
So for 10 years, I studied with her and learned everything that there is, went into deep and deep samadhis and meditations until eventually, surprise of all surprises, I became awakened. Never expected it. Never in a million years. And it just, it, it's still to this day, and it's, it's been, that's 13 years ago. I, I still can't believe it. It's, you know, you're just living in this dream of joy and just love, love so intense for everyone. And I can totally understand now why St. Teresa of Calcutta could be with all of those lepers and people because for her, when she had her awakening on Calcutta Station, when she was supposed to go back to Albania, she she saw Jesus. She saw the Christ in every person. And that's why she could heal them and never get sick herself. And it's just amazing because you just, so that's her divinity is Jesus. So she, she saw Jesus and that's what you see. You see the divine in everyone you're meeting, like those beautiful paintings behind you that you did. I mean, do you sell them? No, I don't. Because they are like, as soon as I saw you today, I was like, oh my goodness, I can feel happy in them. And I think that's somewhat something that you could really sell because you're selling happy back there. <laughs> Beautiful vibration. You just feel, I mean, well, you're, yeah. you, you yourself are Mr. Happy. You're just lovely. But that's that you can feel your energy in those paintings. <laughs> yeah, you know what? With you saying that, I do believe as far as artists go, performers, or even anybody, everyday people, if you put something into it that, that you love, I think you're putting that love into it, if that makes any sense. And it shows up, whether it's in your music and your painting, your performance, as far as live performance, all of that, it comes through in the end product. Always. It always does. It's so, like, a, you know, mm -hmm. animals to me are angels. They're absolute angels. And I just love the fact that you can tell what some angel animals, you know, puppy dogs, kittens, whatever, you know, when they're, they've got parents, you can always tell what the parents are like and what the house is like by the affection that these animals give you. It's like, I've got two Siamese cats and they are just the most affectionate, crazy. I just call them, you know, they're just, they're just purring all day. <laughs> and I am too. <laughs> and, and there's, there's a dog on me. I, I live in the mountains and it's so beautiful and quiet. And I manifested this all the divine through me did because I wanted to live like in my own ashram and it's gorgeous. And I, I met this dog and he's got one eye and I called him lucky, but I found out his name literally was Willie, one-eyed Willie. And I, he's an angel. I've never ever seen a dog that is so happy. He walks around the mountain with me and keeps me company, make sure I'm safe. And his family are just beautiful. And you can tell straight away, even before I met them, but uh, he lives here half the time and up the road where they are half the time. I mean, it's so awesome where I live. You can really, really attract anything into your life. I, I mean, I have not seen one car go by today. That's how isolated I am up here. It's beautiful. And what I wanted. I think I, I would love to trade you places right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I visualized it for years and I never gave up on it. 
that I would I, I said I I live in a quite serene, safe neighborhood. It's absolutely beautiful. There's no traffic. There's nature. You can see all the stars. I didn't say what country, what town, anything. And the house is beautiful. And so I used to put up visuals of the the type of home, and it's this one. <laughs> And it wasn't even built back then. So I sort of, I, I guess I got the previous owners to build it for me and then I bought it and painted it yellow. <laughs> I want to ask you something because with the positive affirmation and if we want to say if finding Christ or for others, finding that divine entity, do you also feel as far as that positive affirmation goes you wake up in the morning and i always say this and this is how i try to start my day you you walk into the bathroom and the first person you see is yourself because you're getting you're looking in that mirror and you're getting ready to brush your teeth the thing i say is good morning how are you <laughs> and i it's i feel good i feel great to me that's i think it's a positive way to start the morning you're looking in the mirror at yourself and you're telling yourself you're feeling good is is that crazy or no that's great i always say to people if you're happy tell your face <laughs> you know make your dentist proud <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just created something that's so fun and so simple and so easy to allow yourself to continuously have affirmations going into your consciousness but it wasn't easy to create. We had a lot of different developers. It took a year and a half and it's called the magnet to money app. And it is so fun. You listen to the magnet to money song every hour. If you want to just to remind yourself as a notification or just to hear that prosperity consciousness going into your mind and then tons of affirmations on spirituality, health, healing, money. And then we're just adding new content every week the latest content we're just about to add is called magnetic creative visualization and prosperity angel sleep program which is goes for about 45 minutes or you can just put on repeat and it's me doing a very very sweet angel voice with beautiful ethereal music putting your whole body into relaxation and deep deep sleep because when you have deep sleep you become very very healthy and I'm saying all of these positive things about you that, so that you end up waking up and immediately people are already saying they oh, thank you for my beautiful life. The, before you even put your feet out of the bed, thank you for my beautiful life. And then I always say to people, and then write down all the things that a beautiful life looks like to you, not to your next door neighbors, but to you. And always just purchase things not for other people to ever look at, but only ever buy something that you're doing it just for your own consciousness, your own happiness, your own safety, not for the neighbors or what the neighbor, I don't have any neighbors, so it doesn't matter, but <laughs> for what the neighbors will think. <laughs> because that way you'll find that you don't overspend. I mean, I love to teach lots and lots of different lessons of from many, many different things. I mean, I even have a, a course teaching people how to write a book in just three days. Because my first book that I wrote, I wrote in three days. <laughs> so I've got this, these secrets that I teach about how to, because Bob Proctor said to me in quite a little bit, you've got to write a book about this. And he came back two weeks later and it was already written and printed. <laughs> he was like, how did you do that? It takes me a year to write a book. And I said, well, I just did blah, 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 because I can't type. 
So I just had people, I, I, I just sort of interviewed myself and got it transcribed and then that's it. You and Bob Proctor, to me, are like the Elton John and Bernie Toppin in this side. Oh, that's, that's that has been said before. Isn't that fascinating? Oh, yeah, really? it has been said before because I've always been so creative. And what I've always known, like when you put a song down onto a cassette player, you've got to have spiritual momentum. You've got to have that energy. So when you get an idea and you feel, oh, wow, that just makes me feel happy, that idea. You've got to get on the, the wave, the crest of the wave, and ride it till it's, till it's finished. You know, it's like mm -hmm. just 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 wait till you don't wait until you're pregnant with the idea. You just allow yourself like when I first started writing songs, they were terrible. But I practiced every day because it's sometimes you know, you don't just wake up like Mozart and just be able to do something. It takes practice to get a skill. Just like your muscle takes, you know, I do my weights every day, my little seven pound weights. You I don't I could open jars at my age, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> You have to practice, uh, you know, like the song I wrote, Persist, Persistence. I persist until I succeed. I'm now breaking down all barriers in my way. Step by step, I climb the ladder to victory. You know, you l listen to these affirmation songs and you really realize, wow, that's pumping me up. And if you get a negative thought, you just immediately switch. It's very easy. People can change their consciousness so quickly. I did karate for quite a while. And I'll never forget the sensei one day said everyone was like pooped. We were doing kata after kata and he was just like really wearing us down. And <laughs> he just said, we're going to do one more exercise, which was a really tough one. And everyone was like, oh, and he just went, stop. He just screamed at everyone, stop. He said, you have all the energy and the power within you. You are not tired. You have to tell your mind you're not tired. And we just all woke up and we could all do it. And I was like, I never forgot that. You can just say to your mind when it starts complaining or going down rabbit holes or saying you can't do it, just say, stop. Like Diana Russ, stop in the name of love, for goodness sake. The magnet's money out and that's available on Android and Apple? No, not yet. It's just iPhones. But you can actually, if you've got an iPod, I only just found this out yesterday. One of my students said, you know, she said to me, she's a dentist, and she said, I've only got an Android and I don't really want to buy an iPhone because I, I like my old-fashioned Android. And I said, and then she found out because it's Apple, she's got an iPod, she's got all the meditation music and everything on an iPod. You can download the app onto your iPod. <laughs> I was oh. like, that's so cool. We're, we are eventually going to have an Android version of it, but it's, it's talk about persist until you succeed. Doing an app that's perfect, that works perfectly in all the testing you've got to do and everything. I loved every minute of it. The team that I was working with, all of us. I love it when there's something that challenges you that you know you can't do, but you know you're going to do it. <laughs> So what I wanted to throw out there is I want to make sure then that people know to go to michelleblood.com, right? So yeah, forward slash yeah. behind the story. <laughs> so is that for everything? It's for everything. See, I don't even oh. know. That. 
All right. Yeah, I just the, wanted to the, make sure. All the people that I work with, that I'm in business with, they create all these beautiful websites and everything, and I, I sort of focus on just doing what I do, and I'm like, is, is that there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Part of success is having a great team with oh, you. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I believe, so. I really wanted to add on to to your story, our story today, is that positive information and everything that you're saying and who you are, look at all the people that you've attracted because of that. And that is, I think, what that positivity, if you have that positive energy, it really does, it radiates. Some people might say it's directional because you're pointing it towards somebody, but I prefer to say that it radiates because it's in all directions it's not because i'm looking at you or looking at straight at that person so call me crazy but that's how i feel oh no it's not crazy it's absolute fact you know as as our frequency which is now proven we have energy everything is energy thought is energy everything is consciousness and everything has a certain frequency And so our frequency goes up, goes down. It's very challenging to get it to stay up because sometimes people get so pumped up for the day, go to an event or something, and then they're back to their, like an air conditioner, you know, it just goes back to where it was at 70. And you want to be up at 80. But even if you just got up to 72, that's huge. That's a huge transformation. And if you can stay at 72, then go up to the next level of frequency. So that frequency, you resonate with other people in similar frequencies. And that is how it happens. I didn't know anything about books or motivational events or spiritual events. And I was asked to do all these events. And that's how I met these people I'd never even known. But I was supposed to know them to go to the next level of frequency. So it's like what we are seeking is seeking us. Because mm-hmm. we resonate. That is the perfect word that I did not use is your frequency and you resonate. You do. And I know that that's why Bob Proctor and I could create so many products so quickly together because he's got willpower. I've got willpower. We just want to create all the time. We don't live in fear. You know, like Bob always used to talk about, you've got to jump over the terror barrier. You've got to do it even if you do it scared because then the fear will be released. And I'd never really felt fear. I mean... I don't know why, I do now, but I mean, I, I, I would have my times of a little bit of stress or something, but I was just like, you know, that engine, I just kept going. <laughs> Ever read a battery? <laughs> and Bob's like that too. It's like, you know, if someone said to Bob and I, you know, Linda, his wife is amazing. She's so, so patient. Anyway, if, if people would say, well, why don't you go on a vacation? We'd say, what? We're on vacation. This is us in the studio creating. Why would we need to go on a vacation? <laughs> it was just like, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? It's just amazing. Really, I love working with people that are that I resonate with. Because like Trevor says, you I call Trevor Radar. Do you remember MASH? Oh, yes, and Radar. Mm-hmm. That's what Trevor's like. He's like Radar. All these years of working with me. It's like, well, you want it done yesterday. So I just think ahead of time. <laughs> and I'm like, that. but then we get it, then we get it done yesterday. It's already done. <laughs> I love that. Oh gosh. Um, because you've got to, you've got to, when you're in that momentum, 
You've got to continue that momentum. Now, this doesn't mean that you've got to be over the top. High frequency has nothing to do with what I appear to have, like high energy. I mean, I've worked with people that are extremely high frequency, but they're calm. Mm -hmm. See, it's nothing about being stressed or, or wanting to do it yesterday, really. That's just joking around. You do it in the moment. So because you're doing it in the moment, you can get so much done because you're not stressed. You're not in fear. You are in enjoyment. You are in gratitude. You're in the creative plane of life. That's the divine dimension where we get those beautiful downloads of ideas and what we're going to do. And I think you starting out with that particular gentleman being, you know, you are resonating with someone who's got an extreme empowerment. He's got a lot of self-empowerment. He's, he's, uh, what's the terminology? Self-power. I say it a lot. Now I've got a blank. When someone's empowered, doesn't matter. But that, you know, you've got a lot of self-power. Let's just say that they've got a lot of empowerment that they've built up in their consciousness. And they are people that can create things, can make things happen and don't care about what other people think of them. Personal power. Thank you. They've got a lot of personal power and they've created it from not just this life, but past lives and different things that they've done. Whenever we jump over that terror barrier and we do something that we've never done before, even if it's a little scary, we go into a higher frequency, a faster frequency. And then that's why the right sort of divine people, the money, whatever it is that has to be created for you to be on your purpose in life just appear. It just happens. And you feel guided all of the time to know what to do and when to do it. And you don't judge anymore. I love that. I love it when judgment loses its power over you. All you see, you can see people, you can see if someone's manipulative or they're a really high person, but they look sad, but they're really up. You can see that they're really a good person. They're not cranky, really. They're just that, having a bad day. You can see people without judging them. And you'll know when to walk around the corner. If you see someone coming, <laughs> he's not right. You can feel it. You can feel it within your soul. It's like someone says, oh, I love you. You're fantastic. You're wonderful. And you just say, oh, my God, that's all BS. That person does not mean it. You're not, you're not judging them. You're just right. being who they are. And then you know, see ya. Look at the time. I just got to throw one thing in there because you're right about that. And there's oftentimes we run across people and you have that short, hey, good seeing you. Hey, I'll get a hold of you. And you're like, sounds good. And all of a sudden you part and you're going, wait a sec. How are they going to get a hold of me? They don't have my number and I don't have their <laughs> So, but, but yeah, like you said, the, the BS factor kind of thing. We talked about a lot of things, but is there one thing that you can suggest to the folks watching, listening? To help them get a kickstart on this positive affirmation. Well, the thing that I want everyone to remember is you may feel like you're doing it alone, but you're not doing it alone. There is a power that has created everything. I don't care if you call it love, God, divinity, eternity, that is real. And it is what animates your avatar. This is an avatar. You know, you get a new one. You, you, you know, you go and have a new life. <laughs> You're not going to be too sad about leaving the old Volkswagen behind when you're getting a new Mercedes. <laughs> so, 
just know, don't, don't worry about death. No one ever dies. You are immortal consciousness. Learn to get to know who you are. If you really want to get to know who you are, go to themysticalexperience.com and just become, just, just become part of this, even if it's just for a trial for a month and meet people every week via Zoom, doctors, dentists, musicians, celebrities, podcasters that are my students that are awesome. They're fun. You learn so much so quickly. I've even got students who can't speak any English and they don't care because they just feel the vibration and their life improves and their health improves. And just know that you've got to do it on your own. Yes, but you cannot do it alone. We all require assistance and that assistance is everywhere. It's through, it's through Chuck's beautiful podcast. Go back through his other podcasts and listen. It's through certain books. Sometimes it's just a sign. You can do it. So you never know what it is, the thing that's going to give you a Satori. And a Satori isn't just an aha moment. A Satori is when you know that you know, and you know that you know. You don't have to ask somebody. If they're awakened, you don't have to say, are you awakened? If someone's not sure if they're even awakened, it's like saying to a nine-month pregnant woman, how do you know you're pregnant? <laughs> you know that you know. So you don't have to ask other people's opinions. When you're not sure of what to do next and you have to make a decision, meditate. Learn how to meditate. Go through the video of me teaching meditation. It's very simple. It's not always easy. If people say that meditation is easy, they're trying to sell you something. It is not easy, but it's worth every moment of the effort you put into it to enjoy that hum in your body, that hum in the air. And just to know that, this is how I met beautiful Chuck because we resonated together. The first moment I saw him on a particular thing that we met on, I just knew that this was going to be an awesome situation. And I am so grateful to be here. You be grateful to Chuck and know that you are loved and all the power is within you. It's just that you have a diamond, your higher self, and it's coated right now with past hurts, with disappointments, we're just going to shine it back up again for you to go into the next stratosphere for your success. Beautifully said. I love it. Michelle <laughs> Blood, thank you very much. And you have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, once again, everybody out there that's watching and listening, definitely go to michelleblood.com. Or you go to michelleblood.com forward slash behind the story. And Michelle is spelled M-I-C-H-E-L-E. -E, one L. <laughs> Blame that on my father and the blood. Would you believe the name blood is from Ireland? <laughs> it's an Irish oh, name. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's like an Irish joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. I guess today I'm going to have the most wonderful day. Oh, of course you are. Every moment of your life. And that's for everyone watching too. From this moment on, every, and I mean it, my prayers are powerful. I'm telling you, I'm plugged in. That It's not on and off anymore for me. It's just on. Every moment of your life from this moment on is going to be richer, happier, healthier. And you're going to look at the positive in, instead of the negative. Not what you don't want. You're going to focus on what you do want and create it. You can do it. <laughs> Everybody go out there and just feel the love for Michelle.
Thank you, Chuck. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode with guest Michelle Blood on positive affirmation. Remember, like, share, and comment, and please continue to return to Behind the Story with Chuck Tuck. My name is Chuck Tuck, and I'm your host. Until next time, have a great day.